Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session. The drama is so real. We'll be discussing a recap on the BET Awards, the drama between Joe Budden, Migos, and Chris Brown, and the trouble that Cash Me Outside is in now. What's good, everybody? It's your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, Joe Mosby, and you are listening to the one and only Confession Session. The <laughs> yes, with the exaggerated screen. <laughs> yes, always. What is good? What is good, y'all? How y'all been? I, I, we want to know how our audience has been. We've been on this motherfucker for a year now. We've been doing a confession session for a year now. Now, we ain't going to do the two special. Wait to the 100th episode. So, we we, we wilding out. We wilding out. <laughs> but right now, we just want to know how y'all feeling. What's been good with y'all? What tips do y'all have for us? Okay, let us know, because we want to know. You know what I'm saying? But Absolutely. while y'all ain't calling right now, I want to ask Jen how his week has been going, and how is the whole sober thing feeling for you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> My week has been really good. It's been really good. Um, Definitely, it's been a lot of reflecting. I don't know if I've been kind of, like, weird lately in my life, but I just kind of, <laughs> kind of have a certain, I don't know how to explain it, like a certain kind of, like, I I just see, you know, I can just see, like, I just notice everything and, you know, I just feel like I'm in a good space and, you know, I'm sleeping correctly and I'm thinking a lot. I'm able to focus more. Um, feel that really sounds good, wonderful. you know, about everything. The uh, the main thing, because, you know, I'm still, like, you know, dieting too, or I shouldn't say dieting because it's like a lifestyle change. Meal prepping yes, is yes. something you should just do forever but um you know I've, this is like my second week meal prepping and i'm starting to feel not as far as like with the alcohol and like the drinking like for some reason it's just like i i don't even think about that it's okay. just the food like today i went to the grocery store i had to get lean beef you know because that's one of my meals it's like lean beef and broccoli um and i don't know if you know anything about lean beef lean beef, but it's it's um, mostly, I guess, not fat, like good beef to like uh, 3 or 4% fat. So it's just better, it's healthier. I guess you digest it better. Um, but walking through the aisle, I noticed every fucking thing that was unhealthy in that motherfucking grocery store. <laughs> and it was so hard. Like, I was just like, I didn't, I didn't pick it up. I didn't pick anything up, but I definitely stared. Like I had, I had to take a couple like stares at the cupcakes, and you know, I went down the ice cream aisle, and you know, but I, I kept pushing. Like I, I was able to, you know, not succumb to the pressure of the deliciousness of unhealthy delectables. I did, I did it, so I'm proud of myself. Every day, every day though, I feel like it is like a struggle. 
Thank you. Thank you. And uh and I'm like trying my best to keep pushing and to not try it because I don't it's too soon. Like I haven't even lost like twenty pounds yet. And I told my you know what they I'll say. What? You know they say it takes like what twenty one days to a month to form a habit. So if this is only week two, yeah. it's only gonna get easier in week three and then in week four you're gonna be like, Cupcake, bitch, please, I'll eat cupcakes. Uh, you know, I right, right. Well, I right. Girl, I ain't got time for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like even with right. my job, like it, it hasn't. It's not that it's easy for me. It's just like people they they get they they always bring in cupcakes and cookies and brownies and all of this shit. And I mean, so much fucking donuts. That's why everybody there fat as a bitch. You know what I'm saying? They always bring in donuts, like for everybody's birthday, donuts for somebody leaving, donuts. Somebody going on vacation, donuts. I just stopped. I said, fuck this shit. Because, first of all, I don't know if I'm the first person that dug my hand in these donuts. And I seen my supervisor one day, like, pick through the donuts. Like, she was touching all the donuts. And the thing about her is, because I work closely with her, when she touched papers, instead of using, like, the little thing on your hand, she licked her fingers and, like, scrolled through the paper. So I thought that shit was absolutely disgusting. Like, bro, you just licked your hand, and now you touching, like, you just touched, like, six donuts, and there's only ten of them in a box. Like, that. So I was like, I'm good. Like I don't, I'm not gonna eat this shit, and that, that helped me out. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand. I definitely um, feel you. I know, like before my, um, before like my manager, before she went on vacation, mm-hmm. she bought in uh, Gigi's cupcakes, which is like this big mm-hmm. like, cupcake um, store. But oh my god, the cupcakes are just so fucking delicious. It's like because me, <laughs> I am. Uh, over the actual cake, I know it's uh, it's opposite for a lot of people. What? Like, right. of course, oh I enjoy. Hell no. I I I enjoy both, but I love a good frosting. <laughs> Gigi has pounds and pounds of frosting on their cupcakes, and so Ooh, um, you know, I'm manager, she, she brought it. Is it the cheesecake uh, frosting? I, I know like, it is. Yeah, she. I would say cheesecake, uh, oh, definitely so uh, buttercream. Mm. Buttercream. I I live for like a good sausage <laughs> caramel as well, <laughs> and chocolate. I just love yes. sausage caramel. I just think that's just like the Ooh, best I thing. Like, um, salt on caramel and chocolate is just like the German best thing chocolate. ever. German I'm not a fan of German chocolate. German chocolate is so weird to me. I've always thought it was just weird as fuck. Real quick, Tujan, y'all, y'all may hear that noise in my background. I live literally right by an airport, so I'm sorry. This is a plane landing. If you guys hear that noise, I hear it. It's shaking my goddamn house. <laughs> just want to let you know, I can't do anything about planes. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jen. Tell me about Gigi's delicious cupcakes. Oh, but yeah, so my manager, <laughs> she brought them in, and um, she, you know, they had, like, a meeting or whatever before, like, my colleagues, my manager, like, they all had a meeting, and she had brought it over to, like, my area, and, um, uh, She's like, here, get one. And I was just like, no, I'm okay. She's like, come on, it's margarita. And then I'm like, look, two are trying to avoid alcohol and sweets. And I was just like, no. And finally, I just came out and told her, like, I was like, I'm on a diet. I'm trying to watch, like, you know, I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And so she's like, oh, wow. Like, look at you. Like, basically saying <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I had, like, willpower. <laughs> You know, but uh, <laughs> but at first it was like she was gonna shove it down my damn throat. I'm like, look, no, like I <laughs> really don't want to so say bad. no. Nigga, but... you gonna get a cupcake? <laughs> right, right. 
I'm like trying to tell her no, but I really don't want it. And then by her like forcing it, I'm really like, so I just had to tell her like, I'm on a diet. Like I cannot eat that shit. I'm really so tempted. So please don't make it even more tempted. Especially if you haven't had cupcakes and stuff for like two weeks. Like it's so crazy. Cause mm-hmm. I remember like eating at a certain time of day and only eating certain things. And I remember like once I started back like eating McDonald's and like fast food stuff. Like my Stomach started feeling crazy, started hurting. I'm like, God damn, I feel horrible. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just be careful because I'm telling you, like, once you, like, do real, you know how it is. You've been really disciplined, lost a ton of fucking weight, and then, you know what I'm saying, you was just like, bitch, please. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm skinny as hell. You know what I'm saying? And then you gained a little bit of weight back, you know, and now you're trying to lose a little bit of weight that you gained, you know. So, you know how it is. I I gained more, though, a little bit. I I gained another person. But I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yes, it does. Because I'm feeling like but that I right now my, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell myself when um when I go on vacation though, because next month is like my partner's birthday. Well, not July, but um, August. August. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his birthday's Early August. Yo, baby. So we're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the beach for um like four days. So I said when I get there, I'm just Oh, is it a naked beach? Hell no. Oh. <laughs> Girl, I don't do stuff like that. <laughs> you know that's what, it. though? That's, that's the thing. I know that's right. That's the thing, though. Like, when you have a goal in mind, like, people typically stick to what they're trying to do when they have that goal. When you it's just like, okay, I'm just diving just because I want to get back you know, to my normal self, it's much harder because it's like, okay, well, I'm doing it, I'm trying to do it for me, but shit, I mean, all these goodies around, like me today, not only did I pick up Burger King, because usually on Thursdays, I go out to eat because I'm doing a show, I don't have time to cook, and that's mm-hmm. an excuse, literally, <laughs> like, I can cook some shit in the crock pot, I had a shit in the pot all day, you know, I got four crock pots, so <laughs> I'm just being lazy, in other words. I know. Just but the thing it. is, though, Angelica, you can, like, you can meal prep. Like, you can have what um, my partner, like, what his friend told me, who's, like, the person that pretty much, like, put us on the path to, like, success. Okay, you tell know, me, like, she, is that she a girl? Tell me, like, you can have, yeah. She told me that you can have, like, cheat meals. Like, that's, you know, but, like, once a week. Once a week, you can eat something psycho. Not the whole day, just one meal, you know, and... That's it. You know, get all your cravings out at one time that day and then for the rest of the week. You know, maybe if, if that day you make sure you go to the gym and you go extra hard instead of you normally work out for an hour, work out for two hours, you know what I'm saying? And then well, that be. Well, my thing but is, you and I know we were probably born in the You can make it a daily habit. Right, no, and I you haven't. Can. I was just telling our audience, I know we're probably being a little boring, but after after we talk about this, and we're going to go ahead and get into these crazy-ass topics and our hot question. My thing is, I have been actually eating good. I eat between 170 and 230 calories for breakfast, and it's typically like oatmeal or a breakfast sandwich. And then for lunch, I eat like the smart, like smart, uh, uh, smart one meals, and they're like, you know, potatoes and broccoli. It's like between 150 and like really like 250 calories for lunch and then it's time for me to come home and it's in the dinner time and I'm like well let me have some baked chicken you know and I don't eat too bad but I do eat bad on certain days but I also do do 
cardio. Remember, I was telling you I was walking with my coworkers, and then I told you I stopped walking yeah. with my coworkers. Well, since I stopped walking with my coworkers, I have been getting up every morning. I've been working out downstairs in my basement again, but like last night. And I feel like when you miss a workout day, you just fuck everything up. Like, everything's going to be off. But, like, I still did pretty good. I still ate my sandwich. I still ate my, my lunch, which is really good. But then I got Burger King and I got a pie. Like, bro, I got a fucking pie, too. Like, did I really need that Snickers pie? No, I did not. But I wanted it. I fucking wanted the Snickers pie. Just crazy. <laughs> so, I understand. Yeah. I understand. But, oh, like yeah. I said, you can definitely do both. You, you can definitely watch what you eat. But, the days that you're supposed to be strict, you should really be strict. So that means, like, if you want to make Thursday to be your psycho day, Thursday should be the only day that you get Burger King and you eat sweets and you drink alcohol. The rest of the week, though, you should only be drinking water. You know, you should not be eating beds or starches or potatoes. See, you got you know, me fucked up. Not putting psycho seasonings on your food. Oh, you, know, you got me fucked up. Mm-mm. You got me what? fucked up, nigga. I'm, first of all, I love bread. Um, <laughs> second of all, bread, um, bread is not good for you. Okay, nigga, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat the wheat. I'm gonna eat the wheat bread. Okay, so I need, you know, a hundred calories for two slices. You know what I'm saying? It's not too bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and but I do eat good. It's just like sometimes I don't know. Like I also been like, like I told you, been taking different pills. I'm a person like to try shit. So we'll just see. Like, we're going to see who loses the most weight. Me or Jeff looking at us. Y'all know Jeff's going to get ready to kill my ass. Like, let's be serious around that shit right now. <laughs> let's be serious. It's two months from now, Angel. Damn, girl, that you lose or gain weight, Jeff. We can definitely tell that you done lost some weight. Like, Angel, girl, you need to follow his diet. Now, the shit that he was telling you, you need to do, bitch. That's what motherfuckers going to be saying. But I am happy for you. I'm not going to stop drinking either. Like, I don't feel like, you know, I drink crazy and my liquor is just like it's lemon it's like lemon it's not lemon juice or lemonade it's just well i won't say it's not lemon juice it is lemon juice but it's not it has no calories in it you know what i'm saying so i'm just drinking I'm lemon saying, and, but the, uh, the alcohol definitely has calories in it but i'm oh, just saying why, if you, why do you, if you like not know it's like bacardi have in it i don't i don't know but all alcohol, i tried to look the shit calories. up and i could not see nothing that said that bacardi was smearing off had calories in it. So y'all, if y'all out there and y'all know that Bacardi has calories in it or Smirnoff has calories in it, and I'm not talking about like, yeah. you know, I'm talking about either, either the plain ones or sometimes I get the lemon kind. Sometimes I may even get peach. But if y'all got that information, send it to us at our email, confession, the number two, us at gmail.com and, and, and give me that information. I'm going to try to look it up online. You know, sometimes when you look shit up online, it's not 100% accurate. So let me know what the deal is, okay? All right, you guys. Um, other than Jun and everything that's been going on with him and his amazingness, shit ain't been really popping off oh, with me. Yeah. I've been <laughs> good to go, you know, just keeping it moving and really excited to get my son enrolled in a full 4K class that, you know, it's not going to be as much as damn near $700 a month. Um, before we get into our hot topics, I just want to make sure that you guys, if you don't know, we want you to tag us in the crazy shit. When y'all see some crazy ass shit on Instagram or on Facebook, tag confessions to us. We may even give your ass a shout out. You know what I'm saying? Because you done tagged us in something that was so bizarre, we never seen it before. I remember somebody tagged us in this crazy ass video of this woman in a grocery store. Just 
just bouncing that ass. It was just crazy. And it was a big woman. So, like, that was funny as hell. Like, so, <laughs> if y'all see some crazy, funny shit, tag us so we can post that shit. You know what I'm saying? And we can get it popping and we can include y'all on a show or whatever the case may be. You know, let us know also, what the deal is. But also, also, we, also, I didn't mean to cut you off, Angelica. I'm sorry. Fine. The we and the Venus fly trap, I still think about that video to this day. Like, where it's like the cross <laughs> breed of, like, the... We in the Venus flytrap, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, what is that? What was that video? So I guess it was like a, somebody made a plant where it's like a hybrid of marijuana and the Venus flytrap. You know, the Venus flytrap is like a trap that like, I mean, it's like a plant that um, that kills insects. Like it just got, and digests insects. Like the fly will come and it will get stuck onto the thing and then they'll put their juices on it, I guess with your poison the fly and they'll close and like swallow the fly. I don't know how long this process is. I feel like it's probably a long process though. They can't hurt humans. Um there's one day I was like really interested in the video. I mean in the um <laughs> in the plant. But they yeah, they can't they don't affect humans. Like they're not gonna like I mean, because obviously they're too they're not strong enough to, like, actually bite. You have to apply any kind of pressure to a human being. But, yeah, they do kill flies and stuff. But, yeah, someone, I guess some kind of chemist or whatever, put uh, a crossbreed of a marijuana plant in a um, cleanest fly trap, and it is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. It's, like, it's so disgusting. Like, And I just could not stop looking, but it was so gross. I wouldn't want to. Would you want to smoke that? Something moving like well, that? I don't, I, don't, I don't smoke, you know what I'm saying? But if I did smoke, I would try. I, would wanna, I don't either. I don't want to see somebody smoke it. Yeah. I don't want to be the person to smoke yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was looking like, nigga, does this thing have eyes? Like, is this shit moving? Yeah, like, like, it's making my, it was making my skin crawl. Like, it was just so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Skin was crawling. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yes, y'all, make sure y'all check us out. Like I said, and tag us in a crazy post. But also, not only tag us in a crazy post, but check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and, of course, our podcast from Blog Talk. And before we get into these hot topics, send us y'all confessions, damn it. Stop bullshitting with us. Cut the bullshit out. You know what I'm saying? That email is confession the number two us at gmail.com. And I know everybody that tune in and listen to this show got at least one or two confessions that they'd like to let us know. So let us know. Absolutely. Make a fake email. Send it to us. Let us know the deal is. We read the shit. You know what I'm saying? We like the confession. This is what we are. We are confession session. Okay? Be comfortable. Right. Okay? Look at us as the priest. I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> make sure y'all check us out. And also, before we get into those topics, which is so ridiculous. Jen's going to hit y'all with that question of the day. Absolutely. Question of the day, confession of the day. I keep messing you up. Uh, what's the difference between <laughs> self-love and seeking attention? Again, confession of the day, what love and seeking attention? Yes, that's right. So <clears throat> Mariah Carey is on an international scandal with her ex, James Packer. Now, Mariah Carey found herself in the middle of a media firestorm and corruption investigation involving her ex, like I stated, James Packer, but not only him, but the Israeli prime minister. 
Benjamin Netanyahu. Now, Carrie, who is 47 years old, recently told a reporter in Israel that she has nothing to do with the scandal, as police reportedly seek to question Packer about his involvement in alleged corruption and illegal gift giving to the politicians. And this is all getting told to the Hollywood Reporter. Now, Mariah Carey said, I don't know where the motherfucker is. And she said that during an interview with Israel Channel 2 News while visiting the country to promote her new partnership with local skincare line, Premier Dead Sea Cosmetics. How am I supposed to know? I really have no idea about the political stuff that's going on. I don't. I don't pay attention to it. So police have been seeking to speak with Packer in, in this regard. Now, local media reported that Packer allegedly gave Natayu's 25-year-old son, Yer, luxurious vacation getaways around the world with his use of his, with the use of his private jet, with gifts with gifts likely extended to Natayu and his son, and, excuse me, and his wife, Sarah or Sarah, however you like to pronounce it. Um, additionally. Israeli authorities believe Packer gave Sarah and another um, Israeli official tickets to Mariah Carey's concert in the country, um, in that country, and this was around August of 2015. The publication reports that the show occurred weeks after Mariah Carey and Packer attended a private, if y'all seen my fingers, private dinner with the Natalia's. Now, however, all of this had went on, Mariah Carey's still state that she was unaware of any wrongdoing that had been going on at this time or at this dinner. Jen, is Mariah Carey a fake-ass broad, or did she really not know? Is she really that clueless? I don't know. Um, <laughs> obviously, if it was in 2015, they weren't serious, or I don't think they were at the serious okay. point. They were okay. just dated. I don't see a businessman, especially a billionaire businessman, discussing his business dealings with uh, people that he has seen. Um, yep. Maybe mm-hmm. that's something more reserved for, like, a wife or a spouse. Um, could she have put two and two together? Maybe. But I would not put that on her. I don't think she has anything to do with that. Okay. And also it just goes to show you of how billionaires – Really do have blood on their hands, like it's uh, just yeah. You, it's it, it's period. It's like there's no way that you can just, I guess, acquire such a large amount of money without doing some sort of like wrongdoing. And it's such yes, to see and to continue to hear that because I do want to one day be, you know, very powerful man. But I want you will be once you kill me, once you kill Angel wow. Bunny. You're going to be a powerful man. We're going to get it big. This show going to be popping. You're going to be like, you know what? You know what, Chris? Fuck Angel. Fuck her. I want to be on a ship. You're going to hit me with the fucking brand new, you know what I'm saying? Roy's Roy's that you, it? Roy's Roy's that you have. And it's just going to be a wrap. Like, it's, <sighs> and then you're going to be a billionaire because you're going to own 100% of the show, you know? You're so dramatic. <laughs> you are so dramatic, and that's definitely dramatic not enough, going right? to happen. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was saying, I I don't think he has anything to do with that. Um, but it, it will be interesting to see what happens to him as far as that. I'm sure he has done some kind of corrupt business deal and trying to, you know, inf- infiltrate 
you know, certain government. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they do. If you have a lot of money, you know, you can persuade people oh, in certain positions of power to do things to to make, mm-hmm. you know, moves that benefit you and your businesses, which is what we're seeing in our government. Um, but, yeah, how do you feel? Yeah. A hundred percent. You are just, you hit it right on the fucking nose. You punched the nose and now it's bleeding. I mean, perfect. (laughs) Um, I I can't say, (laughs) I am. I can't say a hundred percent. If Mariah Carey, she did know what was going on. I just know being the woman I am, nigga, I would have known some type of corruption that's happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to just open my leg and just sleep with anybody. But then again, we are talking about Mariah Carey. You know, she opened her legs to a lot of people. Oh, yeah, I said wow. it did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, no, it's the truth, you know, but I just don't understand how you don't know. But once again, like you did state, you know, when you are a billionaire and these type of, this type of stuff is going on, you may not, you may, he probably don't want you in his business. He don't need you to know what's going on. All he needs you to do is be happy, especially when you ain't fucking him. You know what I'm saying? So he's probably mm-hmm. like, shit, let me just. Keep this moving. I'm engaged. Let me hire a couple of prostitutes. Let me do my business at this club, whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? So really, I feel Absolutely. like overall that she she probably really didn't know. I mean, she said, I don't know where the motherfucker is. I'm surprised she didn't say, darling, I don't know where the motherfucker is. You know what I'm saying? But she just said, I don't know where the motherfucker is. You know what I'm saying? You know her favorite word is like, yeah. darling. So, um, yeah. I'm on a private jet. I'm bougetto ass. <laughs> she is so bougetto. Like Mariah Carey is like so hood, but she has so much money. It's just like she's just so hood rich. Like if you just watch her, this was like if if your cousins, if Mookie and them got five hundred million dollars, like wow. they would straight move like Mariah Carey. Like I swear. Mariah Carey is the definition of hood rich. Darling. Like, she be walking around with the accent, honey, and bling, and, you know, she has to be in certain lights and making sure she gets pictures from. That's all all new money shit. You know, I work with somebody. Mariah Carey is very rich, and she's very talented, so she can do her. And how how is the person doing that at your job? Oh, no, 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 please, not in my motherfucking job now. It was a job that I was working at the Journal when I was working at prior to this, and uh, it was this woman. I'm not going to say her name online, obviously, but her ass had me dying all the time. She was like, good morning, darling. Like, <laughs> wow. And, like, and then it got to the point, like, she'd be downstairs in the base. I mean, downstairs and where the, they were cooking and stuff like that. And she'd be like, hey, darling, how you doing, darling? And the next thing you know, like, they started saying, it, like, oh, it's her. Good morning, darling. Like, bitch, you're not even saying the right shit. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. We, we definitely, if, we, if we find, if they find Packard ass, you better believe we will let you guys know what's going on and yeah. if he's going to get, you know, any kind of... going down. See, you don't know he's a billionaire. You know how them billionaires begin to fuck off? Right. It's so we'll let y'all I know mean, what's maybe, going maybe on. Maybe with them dating celebrities is, is bringing more light to them. I don't know. I don't know. Absolutely. Maybe people are already you, watching you, them. But you better say that shit, Jen. You better say that. That's exactly what's happening. It's like... 
they were following, um, you know, Kamora Lee Simmons' husband. Now it's mm-hmm. like Mariah Carey's ex-fiance. It's just like next, Rihanna new man, you know, because he's doing right. that. Right. Talk about it right now. All in the show. No, Who is he? Who is I'm not going to put it on him. We're going we're gonna to talk about it later on in the show. Let's get to the BET Awards. Okay, okay. okay. Gosh. Um, <laughs> well, the BET Awards was on Sunday. I don't know if you all watched. I was in and out of it mostly because, for one, mm-hmm. I had to watch Claws because Claws is my show. I don't know if you've watched <laughs> that show, Angelica, but it's so good. It comes on TNT with Nisi Nashi Karuchi, but it's a really good fucking show, and, like, I'm addicted, so I definitely have to watch it that. Good. Good. It's, it's very good. You should DVR it and just sit and binge watch it. I, I swear it's a good show. Um, okay. So I was, like, in and out of, like, the BT Awards. Um, from what I saw, though, I was impressed. Um Obviously, BET is just, they just are always phenomenal with a, with award show season with the BET Awards and the Hip Hop Awards. They always do such a great job, a, a great job. Um, I feel with their programming as of lately in the lineup since last year, it's just impeccable. Um, say anything wrong about that? They had uh, Leslie Jones posted. Um, I don't know if you all know who Leslie Jones is. She started off as a comedian on uh, Comic View. Yeah, I know who Leslie the host. Jones is. Yeah, you should know Leslie Jones. As we talked about her on the show. If you listen to the show, and if you're black and not under a rock, you should know who she is. Um, but, yeah, so she was a comic. She started off as a comic on Comic View. Um, eventually, you know, she became, like, this big star. Now she's on, like, Saturday Night Live, and she does a lot of writing and everything else. Um, she hosted. She was funny to me. She's hilarious. She's definitely just loud, that loud ratchet cousin slash auntie. That's, that's the kind of vibe she gets. She puts 20 on 10, um, and that's not for everybody. So I don't think it connected because a lot of people mm-hmm. look at it kind of as cooning. So it was like <laughs> some of the stuff that she says, um, I don't know if she didn't execute the jokes right, but it didn't get me laughs. But I was cracking up because I'm like, she was being honest. She kept it real. She talked about, you know, her, her pictures getting leaked online. You know, she was very excited about the BET Awards that she should have been and, you know, everything. She knew everything. She didn't really stumble up. She, you know, there was a lot of technical difficulties during the show, but that's what happens when you are filming a live show with so many people and so many different artists. So it's going to exactly. be she, she, kept it, she kept it rolling. Absolutely. <laughs> Y'all see every week, every exactly. Sunday. Um, <laughs> Bruno Mars opened the show, uh, and he performed Perm. It was a great, great performance. I always think Bruno Mars does a great job. I don't know why I have not, like, really dived into his catalog as of. Um, but one day I'm going to sit and just listen to Bruno Mars music because every time I, I, you know, stuff that comes from the radio, I like from him. And then also, like, when he does live performances, I, I always watch. I'm always interested. I feel like he does a great job. So he has a great performance as usual. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I was really happy about, and this is kind of getting off topic, but this is like some of the red carpets and just in general, just Cardi B. I thought Cardi B was so amazing, you know, and I just love her come up. Like just starting off as, I remember I started following her from when she did her Breakfast Club interview and um, before she was even on Love and Hip Hop and she was going to be on like the next, the following season and she was doing, like, interviewing her talking about she had uh, uh, 1 million followers. So just to see how far she's come and performing at the BT after show and then her looks and she was serving. And then when she's on stage, like, she was just so comfortable. And 
goofy and just the same person. Mm-hmm. Like Cardi B is a star. Um, Mary J. Blige performed. <laughs> I cannot remember the song that she performed, but it was with ASAP Rocky. Yes, the it's fine. Was, I mean, it wasn't it. Uh, it wasn't the best performance from um, Mary J. Blige, but I definitely feel like she did a great I job. Agree. Her body looks fucking crazy. Amazing, crazy as fuck. Revenge body on fucking fleek. Like yes. she looks so fucking <laughs> exactly. good. Like that's how you do it. You break up with your nigga. You get in the gym. What Jamie Foxx said she was doing crunches. By the way, <laughs> she looks great. When they yeah. had Jamie Foxx, yeah, she looked so good. But when Jamie Foxx came out, I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't know who them kids was. They were saying that those were actually one of them was like his children and like his nieces and nephews. Like and mm-hmm. they, I, I was like, were they in the new movie that he was promoting? It was just a bunch of weirdness. Um, but I thought it was funny that he brought up. The whole safari incident. I know. And he was just and like, you know, I feel, I feel no, this was so funny. Yeah, that's why he was like, he did so. I know. Uh, I don't know. You know, you and. Yep. How you doing? Went over your head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if it went over people's head or or if it's because it's still fresh. And then also, you in LA too, so you around a bunch of fake bitches. So people like, should I laugh? Should I not laugh? But I've been cracking up like a motherfucker. Me I still look good. I'm still clean. I, I got on all white with you. What you mean? I still look good. I'm still clean. Like, what's up? Like, he just kept saying it. Um, my favorite performance, because this is out of performances as I, what I've seen with Tamar. Uh, Tamar, she performed My Man. Uh, I thought she did a great job. Very emotional. Yeah, and then that's what everyone was saying. They were like, she had somebody had had that weed fucking pinned in for the guy. Dude, do you think okay, so... Okay, go ahead. My bad. I, I have all my comments after, but go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, so, I, as far as her performance, I thought it was amazing. I thought she sounded really good. Um, they did say, I mean, everyone's speculating that she did you. Um, I think she's the backing track because definitely heard the mic drop. Um, but I agree. Like, this is the strongest her, her voice has ever been, like, ever. And it's not saying that you can't have any growth. I'm going to talk about that more later when we actually, so I'm going to keep going on the show. Um, SDA, she performed. I did not get a chance to watch it, but if y'all, I said SDA, SZA, SZA. Um, SZA performed. I did not get a chance to watch it, but I heard it was okay from some people and I heard it was good from other people. I think she performed like Love Galore, Love Galore which is my song, and The Weeknd, which is my song. Her album is fucking crazy, so I am going to watch that as well. Um, but at the same time, it's just like I don't want to be disappointed, so I'm not pressed to watch it. But from what other people who have watched the entire show, what I'm hearing the performance of the night was uh, New Edition because it was the original New Edition. Yes! Um, and then also new, I mean, the new New Edition, and then also the cast of the New Edition bi- biopic, they all performed mm-hmm. together, and they're also supposedly going on tour together. So um, wow. that's pretty much my synopsis of... Um, the BET Awards, I don't know if I missed anything, anything you want to cover. Um, from what I saw, though, I, I, didn't get sit, I didn't get a chance to sit and watch everything. Usually a person to wear with a work watch your eyes and after it ever get a chance to sit and watch it. But I was impressed um, for what I did see. This is my favorite. I think it's better than the Grammys, the Awards. And we have to start giving our people those accolades like the and their props. I think 
the people, they idolize the academy. I think we should idolize, you know, our network and, and what's for us and people that understand us and, and from our community saying this is what excellent is to us. I think we should appreciate that. But what were your views on GT Awards? So I know you watched it as well, Angelica. Yes, I did. Um, well, like you said, New Edition was absolutely amazing. I thought, I was like, wow, this is crazy amazing. And just the fact that they're all still alive and they've been, you know, in this group over 30 some years, that is just amazing yeah. to me that they all came together to do this. I mean, to see them from young boys and, you know, 30 some years, I'm not even in my, you know, I'm in my mid 20s. So, 30-some years, that's yeah. insane. You know, that's amazing. That's beautiful. Shit, people don't even stay married for 30-some years. So to be in a group of all men, well, I guess that's, that's easier than a group of all women. But still, it, I'm sure it's still hard times they come through. And, you know, so to see all of them on stage performing and hearing their music back when they were children and stuff like that, and then also seeing, like like you said, the up, the, the kids coming out, you know, people on Empire, all of, like, that shit was crazy, and it was mm-hmm. amazing to me. I, that was my favorite performance of all. Um, Trey Songz really sucked. His his performance was just so shitty. And unfortunately, that's oh, yeah, I, about that. Yeah, it was so shitty. I was like, what? Me and my husband was just laughing like the whole time. Like, what? what I felt embarrassed. Like, I felt like I felt embarrassed. <laughs> Like, I thought I was there, like, and I was just, and I didn't want to laugh. I remember you used to love Trey Songz. Like, didn't, what's that? That's back in the day. Yeah, I remember, and I, and I remember, it was yesterday, like, you used to love, you and Square used to love Trey Songz, and then one time he was over at Brandon House, like, we was all over Brandon House, and he was watching, um, do you remember that? And we was watching, like, the Trey Songz, like, uh, show on, um, on BET. Do you remember that? I don't know. What happened? And then you was just like, but you was just saying, like, how his personality, you was like, he's just such a bitch. I don't like him anymore. Like, he's just so lame. Like, (laughs) I guess from his personality. And it was like, ever since then, like, you have not fucked with Trey Songz since then. Like, I remember that conversation now. But keep going. Trey Songz, whack. Yeah, that was whack. Um, DJ Khaled really loves his son. Um, the nigga got on stage, his little baby, like, this is my son. Everybody want like, bro, like, I understand you're a new father and you're in your 90s and all of this. Like, but that's dangerous. <laughs> that was pretty dangerous. Like, when your son on stage, right. performing, you know. But his son is adorable, little cutie. But, like, oh, my goodness, that boy is this one. DJ Khaled is going to have just, a hard time. Like, boys are so difficult. And when he gets of age and he knows what the deal is, like, DJ, I raised you. I told, I gave you life. You're going to be like, okay, motherfucker, and I'm grown now, so you got me fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he needs another kid because this shit is just getting out of hand. Um, Cesar, um, is that her name, Cesar? I feel like her performance, it was nice. She's a, she's a pretty girl, but listen to her lyrics. It's just her yeah, she's and her voice is amazing, but she just she feels I feel like to me like she likes sleeping with other people men, and I don't I don't vibe with that shit real well. Yeah, like yeah. that shit did not happen. I was yeah, like, bitch, I like I slap your ass home. Like, are you pretty and all? But you just gonna piss me the fuck off with these songs? No, oh, I, I can understand what you be what you be in a wife because 
control that hour is amazing. It's fucking great, but it definitely is a side chick anthem. Like the, yes. the whole album is just like I'm not good enough for this man. I want you to accept me as who I am and blah 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 right. and you know embrace my flaws. <laughs> yeah. And the last thing I want to talk about was Tamar performance. Like, yes, yeah, she looked it amazing. Just so bizarre to me, too. This is a little off topic, but why do I feel like when I look at little Kim now, I feel like she's part of the Braxton. Is that is that weird? Am I weird with that? Like, I be looking at little Kim like and, like, the way she looks. Huh? Oh, because, like, she like she kind of looks botched and, like, all yeah. the Braxton kind of have, yeah. like, that plastic look. I yeah. can see it. I can definitely yeah. see it, yeah, because they definitely are, like, plastic sisters. Like, all of them have had work done. Yeah. yeah but anyways, the wig, bro. So the wig once the wig popped off, I immediately I started cracking up. I immediately recorded <laughs> oh, it. Oh, did you feel it when it was live? Yes, and I posted Yes. Yes, and I posted it on my Instagram page and watched somebody con- on our Instagram page and somebody commented that was a hat. I said, Show me what kind of hat moves like that. Like, girl, you know damn well. Like you need some glasses right. on because I had the glasses on and then after that I put the contacts on just to double check before I posted it. Then I watched the video four times on my cell phone prior to posting the comments. So what the hell? That was not no damn hat. The whole wig fell off, bitch. Shut up. Right. <laughs> she was hitting that man hard. I was like, girl, this is a performance. Like you doing the most. Just know her man in real life. Like <laughs> okay. They was like, bring your real boyfriend on stage. She's like, okay, I'm done. You go. <laughs> I got something for him. <laughs> I got something for him. But that was everything other than that. Everything was pretty interesting to me. I liked it. Um, BET, I haven't watched the BET Awards in a very long time. So it was good. Uh, Mary J. Bosch, like you said, her performance was kind of whack. Ate that Rocky. It's fine. He kind of, you know, helped everything out. But still, like Mary, Mary J. sounded pretty bad. Like, you know, like she needed to practice a little bit more. The voice is all key and a little higher than it needed to be. And I was just like, what is going on here? Like, this shit sounds kind of crazy. But, you know, she's older. So we're going to yeah. let that slide. Um, Leslie Jones did a wonderful job. Um, everybody that got on say, oh, I want to talk about how fake Beyonce is. Like, bitch, I understand you just had your twins and you in the hospital probably still. But when you just sit up there and send them damn girls on stage and be like, Audience, you guys look so beautiful. Like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> I was so confused. Don't do that. Don't, don't no, no, that. she shouldn't don't have done that. Me. And you guys look so, and a little girl messed up. As much as Beyonce pressed the little girl, the bitch messed up. I was like, that's why you had fucked up because you up there lying for Beyonce. And everybody in the audience, guys, look, this is a message from Beyonce. All y'all look so good tonight. Bitch, how the fuck you know? You're not even here. You pre wrote this. Bitch, you knew you was going to win the damn award. <laughs> Like, I don't know. She reads that from the letter, but she reads all of y'all look so yes, different from the letter. Yes, yes. The no. pretentiousness was real, bro. Like, I'm like, girl, I love B, but it's like, girl, don't be, don't be honey B. You know, continue to be queen B. Like, don't be doing all of the shit. You know what I'm saying? You're a queen. You don't have to tell the audience that they look good. You weren't there. You're not there. You know, other than that, though, everything was really good. I really wish I would have seen Bruno Mars' performances. He looked like he put it down. He looked like he put it down. So, uh, I'll, I'll catch it when I can, though. But that's all I pretty much have to say about the BET Awards. It was really interesting to watch. I haven't seen a BET Awards in a very long time, so that was fun. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it as well. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, guys, we're going to talk about how Tupac's estate, estate is reportedly being sued by a former singer for unpaid royalties. Now, one of Tupac's hit songs from the 90s features a singer who says she never got paid for her vocals, so she is suing, even though it appears that it's 20 years too late to collect. 20 years. Natasha Walker, she sang back up on Bury Me a G and even has credit on the track, but in documents obtained by TMZ, uh, TMZ excuse me, um, she says that she and Tupac made a deal in 1993. Okay, I was three years old. Mm. Just uh, put that in perspective. I'm about to be 27 this year. Okay, so that she sung, that the song that they put in, she sung a song and that the song that they did will be in a joint effort, and she had equal ownership to the song. Now, Natasha says she's never seen a dime from the song's release. One potential problem for her is, is 2017, and the statute of limitations for her contract claims in California is just four years. Now, her attorney... Jennifer Harris tells TMZ because the song continues to make money and will for, you know, foreseeable, 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 excuse me, amount in the future, or, you know, it's continuously making money, her client has every right to come a-knocking now. She wants all the royalties back and the current plus damages and attorney fees. Um, TMZ decided to reach out to Tupac Estate. However, no word has been heard back from them. Do you know who um, Natasha Walker is, Jen? I have no idea who Natasha Walker is. Okay, um, how do you feel about this statement right now? I'm a bit confused by everything. Okay. Um, I I just think it's weird. Like, let the man rest. But I guess if it's not, if he's not here, and it's just like his mother's not here, and it's, I mean, who is controlling his estate? Like his mother's mm-hmm. family. Is that who's controlling the state? Do you know? No, I have no idea. Yeah. Did you I mean, hear I the guess. song? Did you hear the song, Bury Me a G? No. Okay. Well, know. in this song, Natasha, she's, um, it, it's basically like one of the, you know the song, Well, Well, Well. Okay, so that's playing literally like the whole song, okay? That background. And in the song, she is just in it maybe for, like, out of the whole, like, three minutes of the song, maybe, like, 15, 20 seconds. And she's just like, no, no, like, bitch, what? Like, it's so horrible that when you hear the song, you're going to be upset that she even is trying to sue his estate. But not only that, you guys, I just want to hear, I just want you guys to hear a little piece of what Natasha Walker sounds like, okay? I'm going to play a song called Chocolate. I'm not going to play the whole song. I'm just going to play a little bit of the song, and so you guys can see who this woman is that is suing. Now, Jen is laughing because I told him earlier to listen to this song Chocolate, and it's and it's by a group called, and I don't even know what the name of the group really is. It's like, why, why question mark NV? So, yes, mm. maybe no NV. I don't know. But it's the, the, the number, I mean, the letter Y, a question mark N, and then B. And the song is called Chocolate. Now, I think the song came back out, came out in the 90s. 
Um, but this is the woman. I want y'all to listen to her vocals. This is the woman who is trying to sue Tupac's estate. Here we go. Get Tupac has been dead forever. Maybe uh, this movie has revived his catalog, but I mean, I've not seen a push for anything um, from Tupac. I mean, because usually a lot of times with biopics and stuff like that, it does uh, bring more attention to like their body of music and you may see some numbers, but I mean, I, as far as like in the blogs and, and on the news and stuff, I've not seen anything saying that it's since the movie, like, his music has shot through the roof, but I guess this is the time to get your money, you know, instead of coming out of nowhere when nobody's even talking about Tupac, but, like, I agree with you, I've never heard of the song, um, you know, but at the same time, we were, like, very young in the 90s, and it might have been popping in California, but I can't see it making much, if anything, you know, I hope she's not trying to sue for millions of dollars. For, uh, you know, chocolate train. Well, I hope she's making for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you think she has the right to sue at all? If you heard the song, if 
you actually heard bury me a G, then you would say no. You would say no. Like she does not have the right to sue at all. Like the vocals are mediocre and she's not actually singing. Like she does, she laughs one time, like <laughs> like in the in the in the vocals, and then like she literally sounds like this, like like and it's just like one or two or three parts in the song. And it's like way in the background, like you can barely even hear it. So I was like, I listened to the song last night, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like they literally didn't even need her. Like, did she just like mix some shit up and just put her vocals in there by herself? Like it sounds horrible. Like it is really bad. Like when you have an opportunity, you should listen to it and let let them know next week that you definitely feel something different about what you just got them saying. Because that bitch sounds awful. Like she's trying to sue and getting paralyzed. Like girl, it's horrible. <laughs> and the video is horrible too. <laughs> yeah, so it's like um, so, so yeah. back to the DC Awards. Uh, speaking of. I just want to touch on Migos versus everybody. Oh, yeah, uh, first yeah. off, they came in their, you know, their best, Sunday's best, not even Sunday's best, they're like Studio 54's best uh, get up, straight looking like a 1970s music video. But, I mean, I was here for it. I was here for it. I do think that they are stylish in their own way. Um, first, they got into it with Joe Budden and also DJ Academics. Um, DJ Academics, who is a social media personality and um, uh, rapper Joe Budden, they have a show on Complex called Everyday Struggle. Um, Complex, according to Joe Budden, Complex um, pressed them for Migos' interview. They did the interview, and he was saying he don't know why in the first place that um, they wanted to get a Migos interview because of the fact of they aren't really entertaining and they don't really give great conversation. Um, during the whole um, interview, however, you could see the clip online, but they said it was like it lasted for several minutes. It says little awkwardness, um, like back and forth, a uh, little banter. And um, before this whole incident, the person that represents Lil Yachty and Migos, I guess like their manager, had told, had seen Joe Budden out like at a clothing store and um he was like lay off of Lil Yachty and then he was like done I won't talk about Lil Yachty anymore like meaning like I have not like I'm never gonna say anything about Lil Yachty like he doesn't fucking matter um and so I guess like this is the whole reason why Migos doesn't like Lil Yachty because they're like quote unquote family as far as like business family and um. I mean, Migos doesn't like, I don't know if I can say Migos doesn't like Joe Budden. But, um, so yeah, spoiler for during the interview, that um, Joe Budden also said, which it didn't show in the video, that the guy stepped back in during the interview, during the interview and was like, we cool, we squashed it, we off that. Um, Joe Budden's not going to talk about Lil Yachty anymore. Um, and so DJ Academic, who he is saying is very, like, green and just, you know, so excited about the likes of me and all the celebrities. Um, he said that he was kind of like kissing their ass a little bit. And mm-hmm. he asked, um, but he did ask, what is Takeoff from Migos, who is not in the song Bad and Bougie? Uh, Takeoff is the one with the, well, I think him and Clay will have glasses, but he's like the, the, the 
more he has more weight on I wouldn't say he's chubby, but he's just like a little bigger than the rest of them than the other two than Quavo on offset. Um but he asked off I mean he asked takeoff, he was like, How does it feel to be left off of Bad and Bougie, like due to all of his success? And then uh Takeoff was like, Do it look like I left off Bad and Bougie? And so, you know, <laughs> I don't know if DJ Academics was being funny. A lot of people were saying that he was trying to, you know, take a jab at him for not, you know, speaking correctly, or if he really couldn't understand it because he asked him, like, wait, what did you say? What did you say? Like, four times. Um, and then I guess they were telling uh, Joe Budden and them to, like, wrap up the interview. And Joe Budden, who, who was already annoyed because he sensed, like, the tension throughout the entire interview, um, he was like, you know, let's just wrap it up. Mind you, before the interview, too, he, he said the little yachty had walked by and uh, DJ Academics had spoke, and he kind of, like, you know, gave him the cold shoulder, even though, like, they were texting, like, prior, maybe a couple weeks prior or something like that. So it was just a bunch of, like, different weirdness. But, yeah, so after all that, after they wrapped it up, Joe Budden proceeds to get up, and he walked away, and um, he's just, like, basically, like, did some bullshit. He turned around. And so Quavo stood up, and then the other two stood up, like, what do y'all want to do? And then they got a, a little bit of, like, shoving. And then what? Uh, from Joe Budden, like, what he says, because I was listening from his take on, on his podcast and also Everyday Struggle, he explained it as well. Um, he said that he told, he was just telling them, like, I don't have any issues, um, you know, nothing. It was like, you got something to say? He's like, nope. You know, so he just kind of, like, ended it. But he said, you know, he wasn't with all of that, like, because, First of all, they were on the red carpet. You know, he's doing business. You know, if they really had an issue, they should have did that when he was at the clothing store, you know, earlier that day. Like, his manager mm-hmm. should have handled it further. Migos then goes and picks a fight with Chris Brown. Well, actually, it was Chris Brown's entourage. So, Chris Brown, he had a, he hosted an after party. Um, I don't know if he hosted or if he was at an after party, but, I mean, obviously – they were, the Migos and Chris Brown were at the same after party, and uh, Chris Brown premiered his music video, Privacy. Um, when he ran into him, uh, as you all know, Quavo and Carucci are dating. Um, so I guess Chris clearly, who's obsessed with that girl, is not Wait, okay hold on, it. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, oh, so they are dating. So wasn't, wasn't, who, who was, wasn't Cardi B dating Quavo? Cardi B is dating Offset. She's dating the dark skin Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I guess Chris's entourage, she shoved Quavo, and then it went into some sort of, like, fisticuffs and, like, shoving. The whole time, though, Chris Brown, he was just kind of leaned on the car, like, trying to avoid it, but it was kind of like, I'll give these hands if they get next to me, but it didn't get to that moment, so he kind of left it alone, I guess, because he knows he has all of other situations he needs to be avoiding bullshit on the first place. But it was a bunch of both situations. It was a bunch of, like, over-exaggerations. They weren't serious. It could have went left if it didn't get diffused for both of them, but it was definitely just bullshit. Um, did you get a chance to watch any of the videos? No, but I wish I had. 
I'm just telling you all this crazy drama has been going on. It was so much drama. It was so much fucking drama. So what was your favorite part of the drama? (laughs) I mean, I just thought, do do I look like I'm all bad and bougie? Or whatever uh, (laughs) takeoff said. But it's just so like funny because he was like, you wait, you said what? You said what? You said, do I look like I'm all bad and bougie? You said what? Do I look like I'm all bad and bougie? You said what? And then he kept repeating himself. I'm like, who repeats himself like an idiot like that? Like he he was looking so dumb and high at the moment. Like, oh my goodness. I mean, I guess he really is, but it was just like I just would have been like, never mind. <laughs> you know, if right. you can't understand what I'm saying, man, it's not. You know, let's just move on to the next question, maybe. Um, but yeah, I thought that was hilarious. And then also. During the whole situation with Chris Brown, and this is so fucking annoying, a male fucking groupie decides to, like, dap it up with Chris Brown and try and get a picture, like, a selfie in, like, during this whole shit. And, like, Chris Brown kind of, like, pushed him, like, go, but it, it wasn't, like, aggressive. It was just, like, all right, chill. Like, you're doing the most. But that was just so fucking annoying. It's one thing I hate. I hate seeing groupies in general because I feel like, why are you chasing that person? <laughs> somebody who's not going to give you time of day besides penis. But then to see a male groupie who is not about sex, you just want to be around just because, you know, you hope that you can get some kind of, you're not, you're not trying to work for your own pussy. You're trying to get pussy off somebody else's name. You know, you want to do whatever. And that's the type that, like, sits and beat up people that, you know, the artist may have issues with, which is probably the whole reason that, the Migos situation started was was probably because of a fucking male groupie or someone in Chris's entourage. It was just all fucking wag, like seriously. That so, yeah. sounds crazy. Migos, Migos versus everybody in their seventies suits or seventies shirts, floral shirt and you know bell bottoms. Right. Yeah. So Chris Brown is, in other words, mad because of. The whole shit with Quavo dating his ex, even though uh, Karuche, she damn it, like, didn't she get a restraining order out on this round because he was then a psychopath? Yes. Like, so, so he, uh, Karuche, I mean, Chris Brown, I don't know how that works because they said 100 feet is the size of a football field. Um, so obviously, I don't know if the venue was 100 feet, but. Uh, sources are saying that Karuchi, she she made an effort to, like, avoid him and not be in the same situation like she would have. Like, I guess her team going to certain rooms first to see if he was in the room, you know, to avoid it. So they did pretty good at, you know, getting around each other. I know he wanted to see her, though. I know he wanted to see her, but. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Let it go. Let it exactly. go. You're crazy. That, that shit is bizarre, though. Like, people, and this is exactly how beef start happening, and people, they end up getting killed, and now motherfuckers, they want to sit up there and mourn, oh, this is such a good person. Like, no, bitch. Like, people need to stop and think before they start doing dumb shit, mm-hmm. reacting quickly. You yeah. know, y'all little you really have to be acting crazy. Mm-hmm. All, all of y'all. Like, all y'all are, like, over 25. So it's like, what are you doing? You know, at 26, I'm just now at the point to where I really do think about as far as, like, when it comes to drama, arguing in general. I would rather just, if I see you getting heated, I'd just rather drop the conversation. You know, in my relationship, like, with my friends, my family, it's just like, you know, 
obviously not understanding where I'm coming from because I'm not coming from a hurtful place. I don't know why you raised right. my tone. So let's just not talk about it. And, you know, and I will adjust the situation a few days later. But it's like somebody that you don't really fucking know that you have issues with, fuck them. Like, they don't fucking matter. They're not stopping your money. Like, they can't stop your money, especially with you all being rich, successful celebrities. Like, Migos is popping. Chris Brown, he was through everything that he's been through, he's still popping. Like, he's still sustaining himself. So, what is the whole reason? And then exactly. as far as with, you know, uh, Migos and Everyday Struggle, the people over Everyday Struggle, it's just like, to me, that's whack. Like, why are y'all taking on Lil Yachty's beef? Like, what exactly. and what DJ Academics are saying is both true. You know, Lil Yachty is whack. His music is not, like, what? I mean, what is so wrong for them saying that? Like, I mean, we're at a time now, as far as the media, where media does not have to be politically correct. They're not counting on yeah. the interviews, yeah. you know, to to get views. Like, they get views off of their personality. They don't, they don't need your, you know, your approval. How they feel is how they feel, and what they're saying is fact. You know, it's not like they're just talking out the side of their neck. Now, I know DJ Academics, he is a sort of, he has taken, like, Charlemagne the guy approach to where he does try to, he does try to bite, and definitely it was more so when he was behind the computer. I guess now because of with everyday struggle, they do encounter a lot of celebrities, so yeah. it's kind of hard for him to handle. And now he's still trying to keep that going, but it's not really, like, working out because he's not recovering very well. It's kind of like he'll talk shit, and then he'll, like, kiss their ass, or he'll, like, apologize, or it's really stupid. Um, yeah. But both situations, it wasn't that deep. Um I think if it was me and I knew I had an issue or I knew somebody had an issue, uh, issue with me and I did not care, then we just would not have been doing that interview. I don't feel like Amigos interview is something that's at, on their level. It's something that's life-changing. If, if they're barely going to talk and be looking crazy. Now, I can understand if it was somebody like, if you got like a Kanye to where it's like a person, if they don't fuck with you, they still going to give you like interview and they're going to explain why they, they don't fuck with you and it, and y'all going to have, like, an actual conversation. But for them to get up there and just be like, whatever, and you just want to deal with that, to me, is all – what's the point? What's the point? Exactly. <laughs> mm. Well, you guys already know, if anything crazy is going to pop off or happen, we will be the ones to keep you guys informed and let you guys know what's new. So, speaking of new, well – Speaking of old, speaking of young and dumb, catch me outside, girl. Danielle Bergoli. She pleads guilty to grand theft, possession of marijuana, and other charges. This little girl is like 14, 15 years old. Like, what the fuck are you doing? She's on the road to hell, in other words. So, Danielle Bergoli, um, she just gotten some she had some bad behavior and that bad, beha- bad behavior got her, you know, into some social media shit and now she's in some hot water. So she pleaded guilty, like I said, to multiple charges and it's happened Wednesday in a Florida courtroom. According to WPTV, the charges um, pre-stated, uh, they predated um, her back until September of 2016. An appearance on the Dr. Phil show, which you all know, um, 
and that included possession of the marijuana, the grand theft, and filing a false police report. The state dropped several of those charges because she was 14 years old, or I don't know, they just dropped them, and you know, she is, she was, or she is 14, and the outlet reported that's what happened. Now, she will be sentenced next month in a hearing, and the internet sensation hasn't addressed her legal drama, but her father, he did speak out against her while antics telling reporters that he thinks that it's a bad idea for her to live in Los Angeles with her mom. Now, NBC reports that Bergoli could face charges for a battery incident earlier this year after she and her friends were caught on surveillance, on a surveillance video attacking a group of women outside of a bar. Girl, what are you doing? I'm not surprised. She needs to go to juvenile detention so she can really see how that shit is because she's acting crazy. She's really acting crazy. She needs help. She needs help and she needs some parents Mm -hmm. that that do fucking care. Like, it's like your mother's a a bad case and it's, you know, evidence of her beating on you and calling you bitches and out of your name. So clearly, yeah. you know, she's not in the right mind state. So I can see why she's angry in the first place. Um, yeah. But that still does not, I'm still not condoning it. Like, she's wrong. You know, whatever yeah. happens, whatever kind of sentences, sentences that she has to deal with, she has to go to jail, you got to do the time. You know, they do it to us all the time. You know, I hope that Miss Danielle's not getting any passes. Um. And it's just crazy. I mean, I was hoping that she would have made something out of this, like her her crazy ways, and she just would have, you know, now that she's coming in, the money's coming in and whatever. But, I mean, she's a kid. She's a kid, so. Exactly. I'm not Did you know that Dalen Ruth was raped this morning? (laughs) Dalen Ruth. Dalen Ruth? Mm Well, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He had to get five bitches in his ass. <laughs> that's what he gets. That's what he gets, bitch. That's what the mm-hmm. fuck he gets. I hope I hope that man suffers. I really do. I know his I ass hurting. I think he had much. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah. But yeah, well what's the what's well, who is what's the name of the girl? Danielle. But Catch Danielle, me outside. Um, How I did. Cat Catch me outside. I mean, she's her ass the wrong ass. She is, and it's yeah, getting real bad. Mhm. Mhm. And, and if you don't get help real so, quick, it's gonna get worse. Yeah. I fucking agree. Um, but it's just like it's like, damn, get it together, girl. Like you just had up so much potential. You know, mm. people fuck with you. I don't, because I think it's it's all bullshit. But a lot of people do. She has a large following, you know. Even if it was for 15 minutes, she could have made something positive out of it. But if you're doing the same shit, I guess you're being rewarded for being a ghetto-ass, whatever. Exactly, you're though. You're right. for, for not being a good person, and, you know, you're going to think that's okay. So, Next topic. Uh, recently, a Nigerian billionaire from the oil industry, um, spent 5 million euros on her son's wedding. For those who don't want to do the conversion on that amount, that equals almost 6.5 million U.S. dollars. The 66-year-old billionaire's name is Polarusho Alakinja, and she was ranked, she served as the vice chair of the Nigerian oil company, Bamford Oil, 
previously Alakija ousted Oprah Winfrey from having the top spot as being the richest black woman in the world. Uh, the wedding took place in the month, earlier in the month, and her son, Blarin, which is money in Yoruba, I want to say, yeah, Blarin is, is wealth and money in Yoruba. I love that. And Akakija uh, married an Iranian model named Najanin Gashafarifa. The couple got married at the Blenheim Palace in Oxfordshire, uh, England, the same place where Winston Churchill was born. Uh, the decorations in the, in the venue included one million white roses along with an extravagant cake that featured hundreds of white roses. The couple also had Robin Thicke sing at the ceremony for over $150,000. Get it, honey. Get that prayer. Get that check. Get that check. <laughs> did you see? Did you see his wife? Yes. I she looked good, don't she? Yeah. No wonder he married her. <laughs> she fine as yeah. hell. I was like, oh, <laughs> well then, she is beautiful. Like shit, she was like, right. she was dancing like, bitch, you better have spent six million dollars on me. Like she knows she won, she won, because it's not his look, it's the book, okay. Wow. And I don't know why his mom spent so much money. Hopefully that's a nigga. That bitch is stuck for life. So I hope she know that. His mom is like, I spent five million. You're stuck for life. My son won't have another wife. Like that bitch is (laughs) in five years he's been beating me. And bitch, you signed up for it. Like you know what the deal was. Five million when you worth like billions upon billions is like a drop in the bucket. It is a lot of money, definitely, but you know, I don't it's not gonna make or break her, um at all. It is very mm. exaggerated because that's uh amount of money that even wealthy people here would not spend on the wedding. The most you're getting is a hundred and fifty, two hundred, maybe even three hundred thousand, I think is the most you'll see somebody spend on a, on an American wedding. Right, um, exactly. That's why I'm like, that's a lot of money. Yes. So $5 million. So $5 million will change your life. And for that to all go in one night. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Crazy ass. But I love it, though. I, I, You know, I live for powerful black people. Like, I just think it's so fucking dope, especially with her being a woman, fucking ruling shit. And being worth billions upon billions, and you and you know she probably moves like a beast. She knows I know she moves like a nigga. I know it's kind of ignorant to say, but it's like I know she just moves like a dude. Like you know, what I'm saying like as far as she's probably very aggressive and very assertive, and I live for stuff like that. And about her on the show, as far as when we um when we were doing our you know Black History Black History Month, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, but um. I think that's cool. You know, props, props. You know, one day, hopefully, I could be at the, the point to where I can spend $5 million on my children's wedding, mm. you know. Well, I won't be spending $5 million on mine. You know, my son better make his own money and spend his own goddamn money because I ain't doing it. <laughs> he ain't about to be in Paris, guys. Like, no, I don't think so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh-uh, ain't nobody playing. But, yeah, that's that's interesting. I will keep you guys updated, I'm sure, in about five years. 
um, you know, we'll be telling you guys about how, you know, she's getting beat on and how shit is just not right. Maybe even in the year. I'm sure she probably signed a prenup, too. And she moved like a man. You know, the mama's not playing those games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, local businesses are trying to get Atlanta's new trap house landmark shut down. Okay? This trap house is two chains trap house. Now, pretty girls, they like trap music, allegedly, but business owners in a, in the city of Atlanta don't. And if you are in a, you know, in ATL, then you are well aware of the pink trap house that the rapper 2 Chainz purchased and painted pink during the promotion of his new album. It's become an attraction for fans as they turn out and just snap a picture of themselves standing on top of the pink Chevy Caprice in the front yard. Thanks to the trap house popularity, traffic has swelled in the area. It's been really super congested in the area. And local businesses, they, they or local business owners are not here for any of that at all. They are complaining about spectators using up their parking spaces, as well as, as how it's chasing away customers. Unfortunately, there is not much anybody can do about it. Atlanta, um, but the Atlanta Police Department, they did release a statement saying they will continue to monitor traffic in the area and check for any problems. But until then, happy trapping. Ain't nothing they can do about the shit. <laughs> yeah. So in other words, he's a black man in a white man's territory. They're upset, but yeah. he did everything legally and they're upset about the shit because, you know, it looks it looks gangster or too Hood or a ghetto for them, and it's like, okay, bitch, but I'm too child. Like, he don't give a fuck. I'm like, y'all right, right. fucked up, bitch. Y'all got him fucked up. <laughs> and if anything, they should be happy that they're getting more traffic in the area right. to support their businesses. I don't understand exactly. what the exactly. problem is. I mean, besides it being an eyesore of having a right. big house, <laughs> but like you said, it is a landmark. You know, now. You know, it's a. I think it's a genius promotion idea. You know, for him to buy a house and then paint it pink with the album title name. Because if I was in Atlanta, or if I visited Atlanta, I would want to stop and take pictures in front of the house too. You know. And you know, my black ass would be on that Capri. I had a white Chevy Capri, so you already know. Spread <laughs> evil on the bed. <laughs> right. And this is interesting seeing, like, everybody's pictures from it. Like, this one girl, she will I turned into a photo shoot. Like, she came ready, honey, and took oh, pictures really? in front of it. Yeah, like, and they were really good. I wish I could find those pictures, but she looked really fucking good. It's a chill out. I mean, what is what is it doing? Besides you getting more traffic, like, really, like, it's not like motherfuckers is out there, like, being gross and, you know, chilling and actually trapping. Like, it's just. Exactly. So calm down. Damn. Emotional tool. You know, but I like him when 2 Chainz doing like it. He did like the pop-up salon. It was giving like free manicures and pedicures and shit like that. And now he has the trap house too. You know, he makes moves. I don't know his net worth, but I mean, he's getting money. Like, yeah. And not just as far as in rap, like the, his business moves, his business decisions, I think are always very like well mm-hmm. thought out, you know. Yep. And it's good to see. It's good to see my fellow black men. Moving like Mr. Two Chains. Oh, that's right. And he, you know, he definitely is out here doing the damn thing, doing it, doing, it. doing it, and doing it well. Doing it and doing it, doing it well. Um, <laughs> Rihanna, 
the 29-year-old songstress was spotted kissing and grabbing coffee with Saudi businessman Hassan Jamil during her recent vacation in Spain. Uh, Jamil and Rihanna, who was dressed in a strapless brown bikini, relaxed in a pool and sipped champagne in between their steamy smooching. The businessman's duel, like T. Jamil, the organization that, among many other ventures, owns the right to sell Toyota motor vehicles in Saudi Arabia and several other Middle Eastern countries. Uh, Jamil is the president of, com- of the company's community, uh, Jamil, in Saudi Arabia, a charitable organization, which, according to its website, coordinates programs that are focused on the social, cultural, educational, and economic development of individuals and communities in the Middle East region and beyond. Uh, Jamil's rendezvous with Rihanna isn't the first time he's mingled with one of Hollywood's most powerful women. Last July, Jamil was seen cozying up to supermodel Naomi Campbell at the Summertime Festival in London's Hyde Park. Uh, Campbell and Rihanna have famously had beef with the pair unfollowing each other on Instagram earlier this year. We're fine, Jamil well. Andy Cohen, on Watch What Happens Live in March. Don't she joke, I'm an actress now, Andy. Campbell ultimately said she doesn't have a feud with anyone, especially with black women who are in the same thing and doing the same struggle. Mm-hmm. That's, that, should always, that should be true for everybody. But go ahead. How do I feel about mm-hmm. what? Are you here for Rihanna's billionaire boo? If it's real, you know what I'm saying? I just I wonder how uh, what's going to happen. Is this just a fling? Is this something that they're actually... You know, taking serious right now. Like, what? What is this? You know, people are just so nosy to an immediate. She could just been out there having a good time. You know, she kissed somebody and had sex, and that was it. You know what I'm saying? So we don't even know what the Absolutely. real deal is. You know, so it's like people they they say stories and shit all the time, and she probably come back to America and like, okay, well that was just me having fun. I'm 29. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know. We'll see where this goes. If you know, I mean, he is a billionaire bitch, so you know, get it popping, but don't be, you know, giving it all away right away because you, look what that leads. Look, look where that leads you. I mean, look at her and Drake. You know what I'm saying? And he's yeah. what one of the top five. So it's like yeah. You know, but I, I think with Rihanna and Drake, I think it's Rihanna. I don't think it's Drake. I feel like. Drake would give it all to Rihanna, but she's just not ready. And as far as with this this businessman, it's funny because I actually was reading an article where um, before the show started where they were saying, like, sources are saying, but you always know how sources is, honey. But um, mm-hmm. also Drake was saying that he's, like, bothered with Rihanna moving on and J-Lo because he, like, was, like, in love with both of them. Um but back to like her bay, I think I think it's dope. Uh-huh. Definitely get you a billionaire, honey. Like you need somebody that exceeds your fly. Um, and this is that. That's what Wendy that. Williams was saying too. She needs a real, a serious man, somebody who's gonna be serious. Yeah. It's not gonna be playing any games. And so this may yeah. be a good match for her, you know. But yeah. she also has to realize that she, that who she can't because Rihanna, she know. gives me like that. She could have men eat up the palm of her head. Like she's just. She just seems like a fire chick, like, that just, you know, gets what she wants. And, you know, when you have somebody that's, you know, very handsome and blowing your net worth out the water, 
in the probably probably in his country is looked as a god, you know. So mm-hmm. you know he's not trying to hear all that. Um, and I think it's dope that it, I think it's I think it's dope, and it also worries me too that he's dating Naomi Campbell because with him dating Naomi Campbell, like he's used to dating black women. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's a black woman that's very aware of her blackness. Um, so it's not no kind of awkwardness as far as there, but at the same time, it does look sort of like a fling because Naomi Campbell gives me that same kind of type. Like, I don't feel like she would get serious with a man. I think she would only just, you know, kick it with him for the time being and move on and probably mm-hmm. end up black. Yeah. I mean, the wasn't, you know, uh, but we'll see. Like you said, Rihanna's still young. She still, she got plenty of time. She don't oh, yeah. need no man. Um, you know, but if this is, you know, you, you can't, you can't help love. If it happens, let it happen. You know, if mm-hmm. this is the one for her, you know, I hope it works out. But if not, you know, whatever. I will, bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'll be interesting to, oh, it will be interesting to get a happy and love Rihanna album, though. That would be yeah. very interesting. Yeah, versus how she talking about how she shot a man down, you know, in Central yeah, Station, okay. in front of a big old crowd, you know. So, um, so guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our topic today. We're gonna go into our question of the day, and I'm gonna ask Jen this first because I've been seeing a lot of videos lately. I've been seeing a lot of crazy stuff. So, Jen, do you do you have any? In type of interpretation as to what the difference is between self-love and just overall seeking attention. What do you feel like is the difference between the two? Um, I think self-love is just something that you kind of found. It's just how you move. It's being confident, being aware, being happy with yourself, and embracing the fact that you know, you know you're not perfect and there's things that you need to improve in your life, but you're happy with you know, your successes and how you've grown and the route that you're continuing to go if it is a positive one. Um, I don't think it's something as far as something that you boast about at all. I think self-love has a lot to do with, like, confidence and, you know, just being very much in tune with who you are and being okay with that. Um, I think seeking attention would be more so a fact of, like, what a lot of these people that are saying self-love are doing. Um, Like, for instance, there was a woman, and I posted this on my Facebook, and I I received some sort of, like, backlash from it from, you know, my friends and family, but it was a lot of people that agreed with me, too. But this this one lady, she was, like, obese, and she posted a picture knew that she was covering up her titties and her stomach was so big that it, like, covered her vagina. And she was saying, like, she wouldn't post anything like that, but she's coming to terms with who she is and she's okay with who she is. Why the fuck does the world need to see that? That's something that you can tell yourself in the fucking mirror. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it's, like, something wrong with, I'm not saying, like, she's disgusting or she's gross, but clearly, to me, that's seeking attention. There's someone else that I've seen that, somebody that I actually know that does similar the same thing, someone's overweight, I wouldn't say obese, but, you know, posting. We've talked about this, don't say the first name online, Angelica, but, um, um, but, like, you know, posted them, like, in scantily clad clothing and 
was kind of like saying they're appreciative of their body and it took them a long time to be appreciative. But I, I feel like that's still not a reason for you to be in a damn thong online. Like, it's okay that you, you know, I, I a lot of times I feel like when people do like these self-love posts and they're like almost new, it's just a way to be like naked but without the appropriate body social media. And that sounds harsh, but I honestly, I think that's what it is. It's not like you don't have the Instagram body, so people are going to look at you crazy, you yeah. know, for getting naked online, but you want to find a reason to get naked online, to get the attention, to get the views, to get the likes, to get the follows, to become that popping person. Um, and, like, I'm going to even go as far as that. Like, recently I've seen this man who, like, I, he had third-degree burns. And he did like a yeah. a photo shoot, a photo shoot in you know his underwear, and, and I'm just like I understand that you're proud, you know, and you have to come to terms with that. But to me, I mean, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, like, it just kind of made me uncomfortable because I'm thinking like, what is the purpose behind this? Like, you're doing it for yourself, so that's something that you should keep to yourself. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not mm-hmm. really. I mean, are you saying don't hate third-degree burn victims, you know, or don't bash burn victims? And it's like people don't do you that. You said you so posted the video on your Instagram you know, page or on your Facebook page? It wasn't a video. It was a picture, but I posted it on my Facebook page. This was months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, like I've seen that. This is like a lot of that. I feel like when people say that, they, po- they pose it as self-love, but it's like they really want to, they want to be that Instagram girl, you know, with the two million, they want to be the Jenna Frumezes with the two million followers, but it's like they don't have the body for it, and they know it, you know, and they don't want to look crazy, so they just be like, well, I'm just proud of who I am, and I had to learn to love myself, and blah, blah, blah. So here's a picture of me in my, you know, strapless push-up bra and a thong. Like, that makes, to me, that makes no sense. Like, if you're happy with who you are, that's all that matters. Like, you don't have to show that to the world. Like, that just right. goes to show, like, how we are so narcissistic as a nation of people, as a world of people. Like, it's just, like, to where we feel like we have to project this onto other people. Like, we have to to show this to the world. You know, that's not something that you can, that we can just keep with ourselves. We have to show the world. Like, yeah, I love myself so much that I'm ready to get on Instagram with my dick out. Like, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I agree. I've seen the videos. I've seen a, a photo of one chick, and she was like at a restaurant and was like, "Is this self love or is this, you know, seeking attention?" And like, she ain't had no clothes on. Like, bitch, there are kids around you. Like, this is you're being disrespectful. There are women with their husbands. Like, you are clearly seeking attention. You're at a fucking restaurant naked. Like, you want bitches to serve me. Like, I don't think so. Like, I'd be like, um, ma'am, did you not see the sign on the door? No shirt, no socks, no service. Mm-hmm. Not only do you not have no shirt, no socks on, bitch, you ain't got no drawers on. You out here Amber Rose in it. Like, get your shit together. I don't think so. Like, <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, that's crazy. That's seeking attention. I did also see, like, another video. I didn't really get to watch it, but it was, like, a naked woman. Now, she wasn't as big as the one that you was talking about, but, like, she like she had, like, a little, a smaller gut, 
like, but, and she was like, she was like, yeah, you know, she was talking and shit, but she was like fully naked. Like, I was like looking at her pussy hair. It's like, bro, this bitch literally yeah. got like pussy hairs on mine. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, and I didn't, I didn't get the opportunity to listen to it, but I was like, bro, like, cause I was at work. And I, and I just ran across it. I'm like, why is this bitch naked? Like, I don't give a damn what you're talking about. I feel like you don't have to do that in order to get somebody's attention. Like, uh, and apparently people are really, they and people are really out here doing that shit. Like, they out here naked as a bitch. Like, oh, let me spit some knowledge to y'all. Like, bro, I don't want to hear that shit from your naked ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I'm not going to come to your speeches or anything like are you really about to get on stage and be naked like this so I don't know self-love and that's loving who you are but you also have to realize when you are loving yourself you may be overweight or you may you know have a couple pounds to lose but long as you know what you need to do and you start to you know do that like what you're doing you like you said you said earlier in the show that you gained another person you know what I'm saying and now you're prepping your meals. You're working out every day. You're doing what you need to do in order to try and get yourself down to the size that you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're doing a really good Absolutely. job. Whereas, you can't, and you're not just saying, like, oh, this and that, that and other. But sometimes it takes for you to hear from other people, too. Like, you heard, you know, from, you know, a couple people, hey, you know, I'm in game. You know, you look like a different person or you know, got real big. Or you probably even seen yourself in some photos. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what, sometimes that's what it takes. And when you're not in denial, you know what I'm saying, you can do that type of stuff. So I can tell that you do love yourself and you do want to live for a long time and that you don't want to be like these crazy-ass people online. Whereas there's some people who like, shit, I got the body for it. I'm just going to go in a restaurant, cute as a bitch, and just be naked. Like, bro, you about to get your ass beat. Like, if me and my husband coming up and I'm looking. And, like, why is your right. booty hole showing? You know what I'm saying? So... Right. I don't know. So you, when you love yourself, you're you comfortable wanna... putting your ass down on like something that like 50 million people have sat on, and I'm sure they have not scrubbed down like that. Like, <laughs> you're they're, weird not. Now. they're not the weirdest fuck. So people are just crazy. Um, I know that, you know, I, I love myself. I try and do a lot of things. You know, I've had surgeries and stuff like that before, but that's not really me loving myself. That's me trying to alter my, what I look like and stuff like that. I know that I love myself when I eat good. When I go downstairs into my basement and I run on a treadmill or I work out or I do even some light cardio and stuff like that, that's when I know, like, okay, Angel, you know, you need to get your shit together. You get fat as a bitch. Like, do you really want to hit that 300-pound mark? Because you about to soon. You don't stop bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? You about 50, 60 pounds away, so cut the shit out. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I, I know what it's like to be small and that's another thing too i feel like with bigger women when you know what it's like to be small like and you start gaining weight nigga you be like bro like no like this shit is not okay (laughs) you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and you know what it's like to be small i've been small before you know what i'm saying in my adult years so i just know what self-love look like and what i need to get back to and what the type of things that i need to do to get back to that and me showing my ass and my pussy and being all online, acting crazy, trying to spit some knowledge to the people, looking like a psychopath, it's not self-love. So that's mm-hmm. all I got to say about that. But, y'all, we're going to take a couple callers. Once again, Jen, hit them with that question of the day. Question of the day. What is the difference between self-love and seeking attention? Again, what is the difference between self-love and seeking attention? All right, y'all. We got a caller from a 414 area code. Last four digits of that number is 5 9 
you are on the air. Yo, what's the difference? What's the difference? Hi. What's up? What's the difference between self-love and just seeking attention? Okay. Well, everything is like, okay, so with self-love, there's no, like, gain to it. It's only personal gain. There's no award, you know? So, But with seeking attention... There's a there's an award. There's something that you want in that. But with self love, it's something you can get. It's something you don't want. You don't need because you have it. You know, like okay. when you look at when you get dressed up and you look in the mirror and you're looking good and you look at yourself and you're like, damn, I look good as hell. That's all you need. When you but when you go outside and people be like, damn girl, you look good as hell, huh? You know, like I don't need that shit from you. But if you go out and right. you wear something real skimpy and tight and all that shit, and you look in the mirror and you like, yeah, I look good, woo woo, whatever, that's you still going out looking for that attention. So you're not really yeah. appreciating yourself. You're still looking for something. When you mm-hmm. love and appreciate you as you, you don't need anything else. You don't. People that come at you like, damn, what's so dang, woo, that ass fat, whatever, that shit don't phase you. Because that shit you already know. I know I look good, god damn it. I do squats. I know this ass is fat. It better be. You know, it's like, you know, like you don't need that. So that don't really spike your attention. Like, real women, when when a man gives you a compliment, it shouldn't be physical. It shouldn't be anything mm-hmm. he can see on the outside like that. It should be like, oh, hey, how you doing? My name is such and such, whatever. But all that game and, all oh, you look good, that ass fat. What's your name? Skirt. Hold on. You complimented my ass before you even said, like, address me? Like, no, nah, that's not going to work. You know, attention seekers, mm-hmm. they go for that. You know, they go for that. Like, I know this ass look good. I'm wearing these panties, talking about they shorts. Of course they want you to compliment the ass. <laughs> but then they get mad at you for doing it. Like, those are the attention seekers. Those are the females that go on Facebook and blast dudes for being in the inbox talking about how good they boobs look, but she just right. posted a picture holding her nipples only. Like, you know, those are those <laughs> attention seekers. But the real women, they don't need that. Yeah, I don't need you telling me how good I look. My man tells me. Thank you. Like, you know, that's that's the difference. Right. That is true. That is true. That is true. Jen, I love you, Jen. I miss you so much, Jen. Oh, I really do. I miss you too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so when am I going to see you again, Jen? When am I going to see you again? Why are you only love him? What the fuck? Oh, Sabrina said hi, Jen. Oh. <laughs> so I said oh, hey. Everybody loves Jen. Okay. He said hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Hi, Angelica. She said hi. Okay. Whatever. She mad. She don't want to say hi to you. Whatever. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to tell you that. Okay. All right, y'all. All right. Bye, <laughs> monkey. Bye. All right, you guys. We got another caller from another 414 area code. The last four digits of the number is 5241. Let us know. What is the difference between seeking attention and self-love? You are on the air. Um, I think the difference is, like, when you wake up in the morning and you just, you know, like, you can put on anything and... Just, you know, you know, like, I'm good. Like, you don't care what nobody thinks, and you just go outside. Like, I'm just going to be me, and you don't really need to just, you know, you just being you. Like, you don't need to go all out and about to try to impress somebody. you just out there just doing you, and, like, it is what it is. Like, you like me or you don't. And, mm-hmm. You know, you just go on with life and live your life, and it's like, Hey, you know, you win some, lose some, and you just keep going. <laughs> uh, that's what I think what the difference kind of is. Well, you know, it's like 
people take attention because, I don't know, like, they probably, like, um, trying to fill the void or something, you know. So I'm like, so so dudes probably, like, act a certain way like a thug or, like, they all that or talk to plenty females because they need to, you know, get that type of attention and, you know, girls probably dress in tight clothes or whatever and, you know, show off and stuff, you know, they good parts and stuff because, you know, they want some type of attention because and getting show somewhere else and they probably just be like, well, don't nobody else cares, I don't care or whatever. And, you know, they just be like, I just need the attention and they don't really care. That's what I That's think. That's true. That's true. That I is agree. true, too. I agree. Thank you for calling me today. So, yeah, for just, sure. just, so Jen, just elaborating also on what the last part stated. So I know that, you know, you guys hear a lot about my job and the shit that's going on with it and stuff like that. So I really changed up a lot of my tactics this week. And I'm going to just, I told you guys I would kind of share and let you guys know what's been going on. Well, it's been, it's been crazy. You know, I've been declining to walk. I've been pissing people off, but I've been standing strong in who I am at my job. And people, they don't like that. Um, we've hired a couple new people. Of course, nobody's black still. <laughs> but um, people, they are, like, coming, they're, they're, they're thinking, like, okay, well, this is happening, this is happening. But, like I said, they're getting a little upset about the situation. What I thought I had to do was change the way I'm looking. Maybe wear some clothes that's just a little different, whatever like that. But instead of wearing, you know, tighter clothes, I got clothes that was just a little bit looser, just a little bit looser on me. I've gotten things that looked a little bit nicer on me. I've dressed a little bit more professionally. I'm sticking up for myself. I'm not playing games. I'm snapping on motherfuckers like about shit that I feel is inaccurate. And I'm getting the respect that I need. And it's not, and I realize it's not about how you look or what you're saying. It's about that knowledge. When you got that knowledge in your head and you know what the fuck you're talking about, you know what the fuck you're doing, can't nobody tell you a damn thing. So with that being said, self-love is also making sure that you are internally elevating what you need, elevating your mind, elevating yourself. You know, it's not not only doing what your body looks like, but also what your mind looks like. So if you are getting smart and you're going to school and you're doing what you need to do, that's always going to help you because no matter what, you're going to be able to be in that power position and stuff like that. And it's just going to be a really good thing. Like, I'm telling you, trust me. Last week, I was telling y'all how I dreaded the job, how I was over it, how I'm about to quit. This week, I'm telling y'all, ain't nobody going to run me out my motherfucking shit. I'm just letting you know. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to motherfucking happen. I ain't finna run like Jun. I ain't finna run like I wow. did. <laughs> wow. I'm just bullshit. But anyways, uh, Jun, is there anything that you have to say before the show is over with? Yes, yes, yes. What confession do you have Sorry, to make to are. us today? So I'm doing another weigh-in. Um, right now? Guys, like I said, I've been... No, I weighed myself this morning, but you know, I do every show. Well, I started back doing it every show again. <laughs> but, um... So... <laughs> um, yeah, I lost 15 pounds altogether now. Hey. Um yeah, and um. So what did you can you I'm just kind of elaborate milk. on what you did to lose fifteen pounds in two weeks? Um, I just I meal prep. So what it is is it's just meal prepping is basically you you 
fix your food for the week in bulk. You fix everything in bulk, and you um, and you put them in like different containers. Your meals okay. you probably eat six times a day, every three hours. Obviously, I don't have time to sit and eat every three hours, so I will eat like you know two meals in the in the morning, two three meals at lunch, and I come home and eat like my last meal. Um, so what are you prepping? So well, what are you prepping for those who are wondering wondering what they can do to lose some weight? Like be so more my, specific. So my first, absolutely. So our first meal, I um I eat uh six. Well, I eat uh one whole egg and uh, six egg whites, and then I also have a half a cup of oatmeal and a half a cup of blueberries. Um, also and I damn. use like zero calorie zero calorie sweetener. And then it sounds like a lot, but it's not, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> you know, my second meal, my second meal, I have um, three ounces of chicken breast and then also three ounces of lean beef. I eat with a half a How cup. How do you eat the uh, lean beef? Lean beef, I just, it's just cooked ground. We just ground it and cook it. I mean, we just ground it up and cook it. Um, okay, so you eat just chicken and and and. and and beef, like beef yeah, that you put in tacos, but it's lean. So that's like my second, yeah. That's like my okay. second and third. That's my second and third meal, and I eat up like a half a cup of like peas and a half a cup of broccoli. Uh, my fourth meal is um, it's it's like blueberries and a half a cup of blueberries and a cup of um, plain white yogurt. It's mm-hmm. very gross, by the way. But the, it is. Yeah, but the blueberries, like, the blueberries take over it, though, so it, it gets really good with the blueberries. I and mean, you can add sweetener to that as well. Um, the green yogurt, you kind of make it. I mean, it's delicious. Greek yogurt is too thick. It's plain, non-fat. It's plain, like plain sour non-fat cream. Yogurt. Yeah, uh, plain, non-fat yogurt. But, yeah, you just add some zero-calorie sweetener, and you put that in the blender, and it tastes like a blueberry smoothie. Um, okay. What else? Um, and then, like, my fifth meal is uh, three ounces of chicken breast, and then also half a cup so of broccoli. So, how much is three ounces, Jen? Three ounces is not a lot. You need to get away. It's probably like two small, <laughs> two small pieces. It's okay. not a lot. It sounds like a lot. It's not like you eat a lot of food, but you just constantly just eating. So, it's like enough to sustain. You probably drink a gallon of water, too. So, it's Damn. like you're not really full. I'm used to drinking a gallon of water now. Like, now I'm, like, three-fourths. Three, I, I just sip on it all day, like how I would usually do wine. Mm-hmm. I just drink okay. water throughout the day. Um, but, yeah, so by the end, uh, you're supposed to drink a cup, a, I mean, a gallon of um, a gallon of water, and then your meal. And my final meal is, um, it is six egg whites, and then it's also a half of avocado, and then six spears of asparagus. You know, you know, time around the, my day. But, I mean, you're just constantly eating. So you're just, like, feeding your you feeding your muscles and your metabolism. And then, honestly, what after a while. What about that chocolate? Nigga, no. <laughs> Nigga, no. <laughs> you Listen, know you can eat dark chocolate, though. No, because I'm, try- I'm not trying to. Like I said, you can have cheat meals. And technically, I can eat, like, one meal a week. That's psycho. But I would rather not until I told myself I was going to act right up until I went on vacation. Um, so you must be fine as a bitch again. <laughs> yeah, that's the girl. I mean, I said you're doing fine now, but you about to be fine as a bitch. 
<laughs> but yeah, hopefully, I, I, I'm hoping by like December I can at least be like my my goal weight before I bulk is 220 because I'm gonna get my weight. My waist is a 44. Ooh. That's crazy, right? My 44 no. waist. And I want to get the I want to get to a 34 waist. So I'm hoping I can yeah, do that's, that by that's like what my December. Husband is now. 34, 30, 30, 34. Well, I think when I first yeah. met him, he was like a 30, and like now he's like a 34, and he's like 190 pounds. So, don't tell him I told y'all that. <laughs> like, wow. My husband was 140 or 50 pounds when I first met him, and he, he gained all this weight within the last like three months. It's so crazy. Like, he the weight just packed on. And I actually, I think it has to do with him drinking the wine. Like, the wine is, like, really, like, packing on his stomach. Like, I've never seen my husband's stomach big. So, I was like, bro, like, I be squeezing this shit, like, playing with it. Like, but you need to lose some weight. <laughs> wow. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know I am. But check out the moment for each other, and I'm telling you, and, and, and I believe it. I get up and work like out. That. He don't want to get up and work out. His ass be tired. I'm tired. Then he be mad and shit. Like, I be like, babe, let's get up and work out. <sighs> like, uh-uh, hell no. You the bitch don't get my vibe. That's how you feel. I'm just gonna go out yeah. here. No, but I'll be like out. that too. I'll be like that too. Like my my like me, I feel like I'm stronger as far as like with dieting than my boyfriend. And but my boyfriend, he's like a beast when it comes to like working out. So it's just like he'll be like, even though he don't want to, and we'll be like, we'll see in the morning. But usually every morning he'll be like, we'll see in the morning. And but usually he gets up. And, like, if he don't get up, then I won't get up. But if he gets up, I'm like, well, nigga, you're not going to go to the gym. And I'm not going to the gym. I'm going to the gym, too. You know, so I just need, like, I just need him to get up, you know, first. And then that's, like, my motivation to get up and go okay. to the gym. Like, but, you see, that's not the yeah. motivation between me and my husband. My husband, he just be like, I'm sleepy. I'm trying to go back to bed. But then the night before, he'd be drunk, like, yeah, I want to work out. I want to do this. And then, like, next thing you know, it's like, okay, bro, but I just worked out and, like, did a whole, like, week of working out, and you haven't did anything once. And I even remember him telling me, he was like, yeah, I'm going to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, I get, like, the six-pack in, like, six months, and it's not like a year. <laughs> wow. I was like, bro, you lied. You lied. But I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Like, overall, like, the wine is, I feel like, was really doing it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's still fine as a bitch. You know, he just looks older like a dad, and he just got a little belly. But, I mean, if he started working out now, he can lose that belly in, like, two, three months. Like, you know what I'm saying? Get, like, super small and cut. But, like, if he don't and he keeps, like, doing what he's doing, he's just going to get fat. His thighs going to start spreading. It's going to be crazy. And I'm going to leave him and divorce him because I don't date fat niggas. And I don't marry fat niggas. And it's just a wrap. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. I live not me and y'all. But anyways, you guys, the show is... Oh, sorry. Sorry, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, y'all, we are going to get ready and end the show. I don't really have anything to say this evening except I'm super excited. I talked to my sister, my mom, and my aunt-in-law in regards to what I need to do differently and a really good friend of mine in regards to what I need to do differently at my job and, you know, how I need to take control. And I feel like the control has been taken and I'm doing a really good job at being stern and speaking my mind and not being so nervous. You know, I've been there for three months. Fuck everything and everything, anything that anybody has to say. Um, so, guys, okay. I want to say thank you all so much for tuning in this evening. Um, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, 
And, of course, our podcast from Ball Talk. If y'all have anything that you want to send to us, if you're cheating on your spouse, or you got any confessions that you want to let us know about, send your confessions to us at confession, the number two, us at gmail.com. This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Mosby, and you are listening to the one and only Confession Session. Good night, man. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want.